Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. I am your boy Buzz, and I'm joined by my dude Tony Marchese. We are here today after an 8-3 White Sox victory over the Texas Rangers. Dylan Cease comes out, picks up the dub dub. Lance Lynn picks up the LL. Tony, what's up, dude? Yeah. Enjoying another White Sox winner, Buzz. How about yourself? Oh, you know, it was great. It was great. In the first inning, I was a little nervous. Okay, you know Dylan sees he walks one, you know another gets on, and that and, and then we get you know a three run blast, and I wasn't really happy about that. Calhoun hit it; it was his 14th of the year, and then it seems like Dylan calmed down after that. Um, I think he struck out his first five batters, or not in a row, but you know what I mean, like the first five outs that he recorded were all strikeouts. Yep. He had a career high today, nine strikeouts. Um, so I, I can't complain, man. You know, he had that bird that that bird. That uh, bad first inning, like you, uh, you know, like you always kind of allude to. If he can get through his first couple innings, usually on a low pitch count, he does all right. But today he got all of his problems out in the first inning, and then the White Sox offense picked him up and helped him gain that W today. Yeah, hey, I mean, I would have rather, just for the optics of this, the three-run bomb come in like the third or fourth inning, just completely for optics purposes. But um, you know, because you start to see this this pattern develop where he does get touched up in the first two. Um, talked about it last night um, uh, with, uh, with Johnny and, and NWI Steve when we were on here. And, uh, you know, I've talked about this almost every single time that Dylan Cease has started over the <laughs> since he's come up. He just, he, he has to get through one of these. And I've, I've wanted this dominant start. This is about as close as we're going to get to it at this point in time. Only giving up four hits. Like you said, career high, nine strikeouts. He seems to, t- just get damaged by the long ball and that's you know i think he's given up a home run still in every single start that he's had in the majors so you don't like seeing that but i really did like the fact that he settled down put it on cruise control and we've seen this before from him that stuff is just electric and i loved what i saw from him today overall body of work great ball game for him and then you know you go to what we love to refer to as bullpen A squad here tonight, Buzz. Marshall, Bummer, Calame, all these guys, completely clean. Didn't give up a hit. The bullpen did not give up a hit. The bullpen did not give up a walk. Uh, four more strikeouts combined for all those. Two of those uh, were by Marshall. Um, hey, that uh, that's a recipe for success tonight, Buzz. And then... Let's turn it over to the offense, unless you have anything else that you want to comment on as far as this pitching staff goes tonight. 
even in the first inning with Dylan Cease, Tone, I feel like he he did have better control than we've seen, even though he did get – that's like when he got touched up in that first inning or whatever. But I felt like he had better control over his fastball. So, I mean, that was the only thing that I really had jotted down in my notes. I don't know what you think about that, but I, I feel like his, his – uh, his breaking ball was struggling. I know you saw a lot of balls going to the dirt. Um, you know, a couple got away from McCann during the game itself. But other than that, for for the pitching, I mean, what can you say about the bullpen A squad? They they do their job. You know, for, for I mean, nine times out of ten. You know. Yep. Um, so I mean, nothing not but praise for them here tonight. And then you know, with Dylan Cease, nothing but praise for him too. He made his adjustments after the first inning. Uh, after he struggled a little bit there and came out and like you know, like we said, career high in strikeouts, had great control. He only walked one. That was in the first inning. And he only gave up four hits tonight, so I'll I'll, I'll take it, man. Yeah, uh, absolutely. It was just a great, great day for the pitching staff, I think. Um, and especially when you can go eight innings and not give up anything, you're generally leaving yourself in a good position to win a ball game here. And again, I want to get into this offense. The table setter, Larry Garcia, scored two runs today, had two hits, drove in one. Um, up at the top of the order, man. This is what you want to keep seeing. Timmy, Timmy had two hits. Abreu had a hit. Moncada had two hits. Your first four delivered. And then you still see it turn over. The only guy in this lineup tonight that seemed to struggle with Lance Lynn was James McCann. Um, 0 for 4 night, two strikeouts. I'll, I'm okay with that, though, for James, because you know he has been producing as yeah, of late. Absolutely. He seemed to turn it around. Everybody's going to have an off night. Um the one guy I wasn't happy with in this lineup today was John Jay, not hustling out of the box. And there was one instance of Moncada who thought he got a hold of one and put it out and didn't run out of the box. I don't really think that changes too much. But the John Jay play, you got to be safe on that, man. Are you talking about when it, got, what, uh, when it hit the third baseman in the glove yeah. or something like that? And, yeah, yep. and then it bounced up. I, yeah, it hit uh, Forsyth in the, in the glove. It bounced up over him, and then he was able to recover and I mean, just get John Jay by a hair, and then you had Steve Stone. I think he was safe. I think he was safe, but it shouldn't have even been a close play. And I, I don't know what it was with John Jay. You just look at him and you think this guy's probably fast, and he's not. And he, I was thinking the same thing, you know, during <laughs> during that, you know, because him and Steve Stone and Benetti were talking about it, and they were flabbergasted by the fact that it was called um, that it was called out, and the and the ruling upheld on the on the field there. But I mean, that's just like you know, you need that 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 evidence. You know, like it's got to be for sure evidence that he's safe mm-hmm. or out. And it's, it's the same thing in the NFL. I mean, you know that. You know, it's yeah. got to be like same in hockey, it. same in same in all these sports. Right. You have to prove it. Um. You know, and I don't know how they keep telling us that they always have better angles in New York than what we have and yet we can kind of get conclusive on it and it just seems every time every time stone and benetti are talking about how it's gonna go one way it always seems to go the other so yeah you know it's you know maybe there's another angle where the ball's in the glove and he's not on first base yet but from all the angles we saw on the replay tonight he he looked like he was he was safe by a hair i know you go back to this it has to be conclusive so you know, it's still going to be a judgment call. Um, what somebody sees, and you know, this it's not an exact science, and you know, it's it's still left open to human interpretation here. So, not much we can do. Um, let's get out of this nitty gritty stuff. This was an eight three victory, man. Just another great showing from the superstar on this team and Yohan Moncada tonight. 
Cohen Yard again. He absolutely demolished the baseball into the Goose Island. It's good to see him come back, you know, two home runs in his first two games back. That's exactly what you want to see from this guy. He is he is just unbelievable this year, Buzz. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah he, I'm, he's been great. He, he's been great, man. And it, it's nice to see him rebounding, like you said, coming off his injury. I mean, he was he was crushing the ball in Charlotte, too. Yeah. Um, so him just translating it over and in, into the – into the majors when he came back from his injury it, it's just great and you know it, not to get too far ahead of myself or you with this but it, it just kind of feels like reminiscent like today kind of did of, of first half white Sox baseball you know uh, what, Buzz? Off, i was gonna actually i was gonna bring this up the Sox, i believe are over 500 in the month of august okay yeah and you know i saw a tweet from um i think it's like man so lee the 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 guy that's on Twitter, I don't know exactly what his Twitter handle is, but he had said something about if you remove the AJ Reed era. And this was like earlier this week. Oh, I saw that. If you remove the AJ Reed era, the White Sox were like what was it, fifty three and fifty three? Ah, yeah, they were five hundred. They were five hundred yeah. ball club. I now believe that they are an over five hundred ball club, minus the AJ Reed era, which, man. That just, on one just guy. <laughs> breaks my heart, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go out and blame AJ Reed for all the White Sox problems. That's fine. We got to pin. I guess can, you got to pin, pin it on, it on somebody. Somebody, yeah. somebody has to be the scapegoat here. AJ Reed, this is all your fault. I'm just gonna put it on the DH era, or the DH era. I'm sorry, not the DH era. The DH position just this whole year. Uh, you, know, you know, not producing here's, anything. Here's the thing, too, is we've seen Matt Skull now in this DH spot for a while. What what are, what are we getting out of this? I mean, he's had a few clutch hits, but that average just keeps kind of slipping down a little bit. You know, I know he walked today, and uh, he did get a hit and score a run, but, man, shouldn't those at-bats be going to Zach Collins right now? Uh, oh, my God, we could sit there and talk about that all, all, all night I don't want to open up Pandora's box. We've, we've done a lot of extended socks on taps lately. Some of these shows have been creeping over um, what we normally do. But, you know, it's just, man, this team, it, it it can be so good at some points and be so bad at others. Tonight was another one of the high points on this roller coaster ride that we've been on all year, Buzz. And, you know, talk about how this, this, this game was almost reminiscent of first half White Sox baseball. I think the the Sox do have this in them. Sitting at fifty nine and sixty nine, Buzz, we're back to ten games within five hundred. Right. You know and, that the yeah. new magical five hundred that we talked the, about. The only thing that like really sucks. I mean, obviously, of being ten games under five hundred, but like the only thing that really sucks and something that I long for is just having everybody in the lineup doing mm-hmm. their thing. You know, I just miss having Eloy in the lineup because then you get to see like you know you have Tim Anderson who's on a what, I think he's a nine game hitting streak. Uh, it's either nine or ten games. I can't remember which one it is, but I mean, he, and he has another multi-hit performance tonight. You know, Yoan um, Moncada's putting the bat on the ball. Abreu is heated up. You know, it's just, it's nice, man. You look at this, you know, you look at this lineup here, and you go, you go through just the top of the orders like Lurie, Tim, right, and then you get into Jose and Moncada. It would be really nice to see Eloy and McCann, and well, then you know, well, and just, here's, you're bringing up a great point. You now have one through five as guys who are actual ball players, and yes, I'm including Lure Garcia as an actual ball player here. I know a lot of people want to see somebody else, but 
hitting 284 uh, as a leadoff guy. You know, multi-hit performance, multi-scoring multiple runs in a game. That's exactly what you want to see out of that leadoff spot. Um, you know, you got McCann, Makata, Abreu, Anderson. Those are all pieces that I think could be on a competitive baseball team. And then you just go six through nine, Jay, Skull, Sanchez, Engel. You replace one of those with Eloy. Now you've got six six guys in this lineup who are part of this. I, I, I truly believe are part of this. And then it's, I, I don't think it's too far-fetched for you to go plug a guy like Zach Collins in here and get some at-bats, get him out of the way, um, and, and start to get through the, 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 that adjustment period. Throw him, plug him in at DH, and God... Just call up Luis Robert. You've got eight guys in this lineup right now. You know, if you want to make a case, call up Nick Madrigal, plug him in at two, and you basically have a, a full lineup that is players who should be here when this team is competitive. It's just so close. And I think that that's one of the reasons that we get so frustrated is because you see these guys continuing to get at bats that just, it feels meaningless right now. It feels meaningless. But yet, we're still able to win ball games with what we've got going on right now, and that's why some of these losses to me are just so frustrating, because it's it it is that close. And you know the Sox have heated up. You take two out of three from the Astros. Yeah, the Angels series was bad. You go in and then you uh, you take two or three from Minnesota, and now you've won the first two against the Rangers. And um, hey, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far here. Yeah, I'm 100% with you on that. I'm, I I like what I see right now with Mankata being back in the lineup. Uh, hopefully we get Eloy back soon. And, uh, you know, we can just, you know, have six players, five, six players in this uh, lineup that are effective. Um, but, I mean, as far as anything else goes, it was just great all-around performance by the White Sox offense. Uh, D- Dylan Cease, great by him uh, pitching here tonight in the bullpen A squad, you know, and picking up a win. Um, that's all I really have for today's game, man. I'm just very excited and, and happy that, you know, uh, the White Sox seem to be putting the bat on the ball and getting runs scored. I got one more thing, and that's my runners in scoring position stat that I always go to. Six for 11 tonight. Very opportunistic showing from the White Sox. I know Johnny, our guy, he was down at the ballpark. I'm sure he left tonight a very happy man with that oh, White yeah. Sox winner, um, especially getting back to the ballpark. A little jealous that he was out there tonight getting to take in this win. Uh, Buzz, that's it for today. Um, let's get into our picks for tomorrow, and why don't you let the listeners know who those picks are brought to you by. Uh, our, those picks are brought to you by, by SecondCityPicks.com. That is SecondCityPicks.com. You can follow them on Twitter at SecondCityPicks. If you go to secondcitypicks.com, you could choose um, whatever game that they have available. It could be a Cubs game, a White Sox game. You could either score the combined runs of the game, or they'll give you an option to score what you uh, to choose what you think the score will be. If you are so fortunate enough to win, you get a free gift card to a fine eating establishment somewhere in the Chicagoland area. That's at secondcitypicks at secondcitypicks.com. Beautiful, beautiful buzz. I will uh, I will be partaking in that tomorrow, regardless of what the matchup is. Um, now, tomorrow, we've got our guy on the mound. He has been absolutely lights out. Ivan Nova, 99, 4.47 ERA. He did not look amazing against the Twins, but he still managed to pick up his fifth straight victory and extend his unbeaten stretch to six starts. He's going to try and go for seven in a row here. 
against Texas, and he's going up against a guy. I think he's making his fourth start in the major leagues. That normally spells trouble for the White Sox. They've never seen this guy before, Kobe Allard. Um, what are your thoughts here tomorrow? Well, you know, I've been kind of like going during all these starts that uh, Nova's had. It feels like a lot of them have been like in a run stopper position and like to stop the bleeding. And uh, the White Sox aren't bleeding right now. No. So hopefully Nova can come in and keep that same mentality that he's had and remain effective. Um, hopefully we don't get complacent. Um, hopefully, like I said, he keeps the same mentality he has, comes out tomorrow and do what he's been doing, you know, just making a lot of batters ground out and fly out and keeping, uh, you know, I mean, he's lowered his ERA, I mean, just tremendously over yes. the stretch of baseball. Um, so hopefully he can just go out and do what he's been doing. I mean, I, it, it, I'm, I'm a little reluctant because, and a little scared just because, you know, it's not in that, the, the stop the bleeding kind of mentality right now, but hopefully he can, you know, do what he's been doing and give us an effective quality start and let the White Sox bats pick them up. Yep. And uh, one one little disadvantage I think that Nova has against this Texas Rangers lineup is a lot of these guys have seen him and seen him pretty well. Uh, Elvis Andrews, 375 and 8 at-bats against him. Uh, Chu, 333 and 9 at-bats. Uh, the Shields uh, hitting 500 against him. Just going down this lineup, um, you know, Logan Forsythe has seen him 10 times and taken him, and taken him yard once. Um, Danny Santana seen him four times, hit him twice. So this this lineup uh, that the Texas Rangers are going to put out against Nova, uh, they they kind of have a book on him, um, and they've seen him well. Uh, and like I just mentioned, Kobe Allard, um, the Sox, just it's not even just this team. It's just been a White Sox problem forever. Uh, seeing a guy for the first time, they seem to make him look like Cy Young. I don't want to see that happen tomorrow. Let's flip the script. Let's go for three in a row. I'd love to see a little bit of a four-game sweep here against the Texas Rangers. I think that would just be so awesome to open up this this homestand here with the with a nice little sweep. And they've put themselves in a pretty decent position to do so as long as Nova can continue to do what he's done here in the second half. Um, Buzz, let's get into picks to click. Who you got tomorrow? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go Tim Anderson tomorrow. Uh, I, I really want to see him keep that hitting streak alive. And I really just hope I didn't kill him with my bad juju for the picks to click that I've been having lately, but I'd like to go Tim Anderson tomorrow. I want to see him keep that hitting streak alive. And, uh, you know, even though we're going up against Colby Allard here and we haven't seen him yet, um, I'm just going to try to go with the numbers and say that, you know, since the Texas Rangers are 25 and 40 on the road and Sox are one game above 500 at home that we have the advantage, especially with how well Nova's been pitching, so I'm going to go with the dub for the Sox tomorrow. I will not give you the score. But if you have a score to predict, you can go to secondcitypicks.com for that. But, yeah, I'm going to go TA7 tomorrow for my uh, second city pick to click. I love it. Um, I'm going to go the table setter, Luray Garcia, um, just because I love Luray. And I think that I've kind of developed a love for Luray from our guy Johnny. Um, just Hopefully tomorrow he's able to uh, continue doing what he's been doing lately and, and leading off and, and setting the table for everybody. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go Garcia. Sounds good to me, man. Well, Buzz, any other closing thoughts that you have here tonight before we close this edition of Socks on Tap Down? No, not really. I mean, just be ready for the game to start at 6-10 tomorrow. And, uh, you know, let's go Nova, man. Let's uh, – Let's come out and pretend like we're bleeding and do what you can to pick us up that W. There we go. 
All right, that's it for Sox on Tap tonight. White Sox forever. White, White Sox forever. I, that's the first time I said it. White Sox forever. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs>